Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages in person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day. Hello, hello, hello. Lori Fletcher here with Everyday Wholeness. I uh, didn't intend on taking such a long sabbatical, but that is what happened. Uh, life happened. Uh, I'm back and I'm just picking up where I left off. I left off, I think, talking about living in joy. And I have had this lesson just sitting here for months and months, whenever the last recording was. And um, I'm excited to share it with you. So I'll say that like living in joy is something that I just not sure I could imagine my life without. I've been blessed with super amazing circles of people and leaders who have emulated this and taught me that joy didn't come from circumstances and joy didn't come from having tons of money in the bank and joy didn't come from everything being perfect all the time. Uh, but joy was just something, it's a gift from the Lord and it only comes from my knowing him and being in relationship with, with the giver of joy with the Lord. And so my podcast today is super quick. I just want to let you know, uh, I'm coming to you from a place of, of not having it all together, of course, of not having millions of dollars in my bank account. And I'm coming to you from a place of vulnerability to just remind you that when I give you what I'm giving you today, it's truly from my heart and it's truly something that I practice uh, when I'm struggling with joy because part of my sabbatical was because I was really struggling with joy and it was a crippling thing going on in my life and I didn't show up for my life. I didn't show up for the things that I felt like the Lord had called me to do. I was just, I was on the struggle bus uh, and just earlier this week or earlier last week, this is actually dated six, seven, the Lord was reminding me of joy. And so for the last week or so, uh, I've just been clearing the voices, clearing the clutter and getting back to living a life from everyday wholeness and from a place of joy. So let me pray for you and I'm going to get you started. Today's episode is five things to do to help you crawl your way back to joy. <clears throat> so Lord, I just thank you for this listener. I thank you for his or her heart to have clicked on this for whatever reason, whether they're drawn to joy and they emulate joy everywhere they go or whether they're struggling with joy and they just need someone there to say, hey, it's okay to struggle with joy. And when you're struggling here, here's what I do. Maybe it'll work for you. So I just pray that you cover them with with your supernatural peace and with your supernatural gift of joy where they wake up in the morning so happy, but they don't really have anything to tie it to. You know, they just kind of think 
well, that one thing isn't worked out, but I still feel so happy. Oh my gosh, that must be the joy of the Lord. And that's my prayer over the listener right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So five things to do that I personally do when I am struggling with joy and when I'm not struggling with joy. It's really just five great practices to help keep you in a place of joy. And um, and here it goes. So when I'm in a place where just life is really heavy, um, I take care of the basics. I really focus on the basics. So if like you're in a place that where it's really heavy, a lot of times our first response is to actually get rid of things that are important where we start eating we start either eating too much or too little and what we are eating doesn't actually feed our bodies. It just feeds our emotions and we end up even more miserable because the stuff that we just put in our body made us feel even more miserable. It, and so when I say go back and take care of the basics, I mean, it's, it's that much more important to pay attention to what you're eating and what you're putting in your body. Um, and drinking, uh, go back to, just making sure you drink enough water every day. Going back to, if you're gonna have a drink, uh, you know, an alcoholic drink, um, you know, maybe one to end your week, but not one every night or two every night or any, or, you know, just watch out for the, the excessives that we res- that we respond to not having joy with, and we usually respond in excess, and it makes us feel even worse. So the number one thing I do when life is heavy is I go back to the basics. I pay I pay even more attention to what I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body. I pay even more attention to sleep. Um, there are times in my life when sleep was not something I it wasn't a luxury that I had. You know, I've had four babies. Uh, not all of them were good sleepers. Some of them were. I'm not going to name names. Uh, but during this season of my life, when life was really heavy, I just happened to finally be in a sweet spot where all of my children sleep through the night. And so I made sleep a priority for me. Whereas like normally it's always my goal to get up between 5.30 and 6.30 every morning and have plenty of time to myself before the children wake up. I've actually been sleeping a little later and I've been going to bed a little earlier just to give my body the rest that it needs while it's dealing with the heavy stuff. And I, of course, move my body. So again, those are just like the three basics. And we're only in step one of reclaiming your joy, uh, crawling back to your joy. But the basics, eat, sleep, and move your body. Make sure you get in a walk. Make sure you get in 30 minutes of some sort of movement or exercise. And you'll you'll be amazed at what that will do. Just the basics will do for your, your joy level. Uh, number two, that uh, is definitely a biblical principle. I just don't have a scripture in front of me for it, but I will sit down and write thank you notes, <clears throat> like random thank you notes to people in my life who I feel like I just want to take time to thank that person. Here's why. It is very difficult <laughs> to be weighed down in oppression or depression or stress when you're, when you're thankful. And so one of the best, most simple ways to practice thankfulness, even when you're not feeling thankful, is to write a thank you note to somebody in your life, a leader in your life, a friend in your life, your spouse, you know, just, you know, re-kickstarting some of that thankfulness. So much joy comes from just being thankful. Uh, 
provision journal number three. This is this is one. This is a golden one of mine that always puts things back in perspective for me when I'm feeling weighed down. And I have a provision journal, and I'm so sad to to tell you that when I was practicing all of these things in the last week, I opened my provision journal and I hadn't written in it since April. So I had a lot to catch up on. My provision journal is specifically put on the shelf and only taken down when I need to record the financial miracles that the Lord has done for me or financial provision that the Lord has done for our family. And because a lot of being weighed down and a lot of stress tends to come from that, from feeling of lack or feeling of worry or feeling of like, I don't know where the next, I don't know if we're going to be okay. I mean, we're one bad week away from total financial destruction. That provision journal always reminds me that if the Lord cares about the birds in the air and the lilies of the field, the Lord cares about me so much more than the birds and the lilies. And here's all the ways he's already supernaturally providing for me. Why would I spend time worried that he's not going to continue to provide for me? So I encourage you to get a provision journal. Uh, and that I have to credit to my brother-in-law, Joshua Fletcher, who who gave me that advice years ago, uh, four years ago, three years ago, something like that, when I was just really concerned. I was about to leave my job to be a stay-at-home mom and so worried about how my family was going to make it without my income. And that was what he told me to do. He said, get you a journal and write down all of God's financial miracles for your life. And so I've been doing it ever since. And it's just, it's a game changer in the thankfulness realm and the, in the joy realm, when you just have that perspective shift. Another one that I have to, I'm going to give you is number four, the things I love list. And this is something that I got from the wise and all, and mostly knowing about everything, a little bit about everything. Mr. Dennis Prager, if you don't listen to him, I highly suggest him. The things I love list. If you remember when you were like a kid and you can remember the things that really brought you joy and they were just really small, simple things. So the things that like brought you joy when I was a kid, I remember the things that brought me joy were playing in the woods, riding on the four wheeler with my dad, going fishing with my grandpa, uh, making, playing in flower in the kitchen with my grandma. That was something I, I loved so much. Um, movies, Disney movies brought me so much joy. So even as an adult now, especially if I'm struggling with joy, I actually sit down and I just remember and I write down like things I love, the simple, the simple things in life that I love that bring me joy. So for me now that list still has Disney movies on it because I love Disney movies. Um, but <clears throat> Now, what that list looks like is I love the end of the day when I'm cooking for my family. That's a really creative time for me. That's a time where I am pouring into this meal for my family, and I've just grown to really love that. Now, I love 
walking through my living room and there's toys everywhere because it means right now in this season, I have these little beautiful, wonderful, innocent children in my home. Uh, right now, the things that bring me joy are the hearing my children laugh or, oh my gosh, the moment when I can hear the door open and I know my husband's home for the day. I love the morning when I still do get up before my kids and I still have time. I recently just got, finally just got some furniture for my back porch. And so now my morning routine is grab my coffee, sit on the back porch and, and watch the sun come up through the trees. Uh, and those are the things I love. And so, you know, if you're really struggling with joy, think back to how it felt when you were a kid and like, the tiniest little thing made you really happy. And now think about, and now come back to an adult and think, okay, what brings me that feeling again? What brings me that joy again? Most likely those are the kind of the things that the Lord wants you to focus on because he put that joy in you. Last thing, create, create something. Um, I'm a very analytical person. I'm a very black and white person. I'm a, I'm a science and math were my best subjects in school and I am a bachelor's of science major in nursing. So creating for me isn't always, it doesn't come naturally, but I can tell you every time I take the time to create something that also brings me great joy. And that something I create, it doesn't even have to be for money. It doesn't have to be for any other reason, but just me sitting and creating with the Lord. And well, right now, this podcast is that for me. Uh, cooking for my family is that for me. Uh, I recently went to a paint and worship night and uh, I can see myself getting into painting just, just for that creativity uh, to come alive in me and, and to bring me joy because I just believe the Lord made us to experience those things in our relationship with him and have joy in them. I, I just I just believe that. And I hope, I hope that I can encourage you to believe that too. So uh, to round it out, because I'm, I'm coming up on my 15 minutes here, I am going to just list them out again. Five things that you can do to crawl back to your place of joy. Number one, take care of the basics. Eat, sleep, and move your body. Eat well, sleep well, move your body well every day. Sit down and write thank you notes or even just one single thank you note to somebody in your life who has invested in you and who you wanna take the time to thank. Keep a provision journal, number three. And begin to write down all the ways that the Lord has supernaturally provided for you. Number four, make a things I love list. Things that make me feel like I'm a six-year-old again. Make a list. Number five, create. Find something to create. You don't have to be good at it. Just create. And to sum it all up, partner with the Lord in these things. Ask him to fill your spirit with supernatural joy that isn't tied to the situation that you're worried about, that isn't tied to the bank account, that isn't tied to your job, that isn't tied to your relationship, just a supernatural, pure and genuine joy 
that you can't explain any other way but that it's from him. This is Lori Fletcher with Everyday Wholeness. Enjoy your day. Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages in person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day.